Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know, the show where I virtually invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. And today is another one of our Sunday inspirational series. And I am joined by my very good friend, Bailey. (laughs) Bailey and I have a very special connection. We met through the My One Thing um, course that Nikki Koziaris did. And Bailey has actually been on the show before. But I (laughs) wanted her to come back and share kind of like her story of faith because she has a really kind of interesting story, you know, that people don't really think about, people think that their story is not interesting, but her story is interesting. So Bailey, tell us a little about yourself before we get in, dive into why I wanted you on. Sure. Um, So I live in Michigan. So unfortunately, uh, it would be a very long drive to uh, come to the cabin. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, I live in in Michigan. My husband and I just bought our um, first home this past February. I have a cat. (laughs) Um, Let me see here. So I have a food blog and that's kind of how we ended up meeting was, um, like you said, over COVID, um, we were shut down here too. And I decided to do the My One Thing course to um, further my blog. And um, I happened to meet you and you'd be able to kind of help teach and guide me. And it was just a very cool God thing to kind of see how he, um, see how he worked and, uh, was really able to, um, pair us together and, um, have somebody that was able to help me grow in new things. So, yeah. And I think during the time that we actually got to know each other through this past year, cause it's been a past year, I think I consider you one of my closest mm-hmm. friends because we text and we like yeah. chat a lot, but I think getting to know you, I've learned a lot more about you, how you basically, there's a verse in Joshua that is like your favorite (laughs) verse that you like stand on and that that's the verse that you base your life around. Yeah, really the past couple of years, it's been, um, it's been where God had kind of been um, speaking to me. Um, So going into, um, coming out of 2019, 2019 was an extremely hard year, um, for my husband and I, and, um, for our families, there was just a lot of, um, a lot of different, um, traumatic things that had kind of happened. And so it was, it was a rough year. So going into 2020, um, God had kind of told me that it was going to be a year of victory, <laughs> um, which is a wow, ironic, right? <laughs> but but looking back on it now, it really, it really was. It was an amazing year where um, my husband and I were able to work on a lot of things in our relationship, and there were a lot of things that fell into place for us that we had been battling, um, not necessarily like in our marriage, but just in life in general that we had been battling. Um, and God had kind of placed on um, my heart through the my one thing, and also through um, somebody speaking over me um, about stepping into victory. 
Um, so the verse is Joshua 1, 3. Um, and it says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you just as I promised to Moses. Um, and then it continues to go on in Joshua talking about being strong and courageous um, because he will cause this people to inherit the land um, that he had sworn to give to their, their fathers. Um, so it goes on and it says that multiple times in Joshua 1 about being strong and courageous, being strong and courageous. Um, you know, follow me and, and these things will happen. Keep thinking on my word and these things will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing in my, in my Bible, it footnotes um, that even though the Lord is giving Israel the land, they still have to step out in faith and take it. Mm-hmm. So you have this big, like, monumental um, transfer of leadership in the beginning of Joshua, um, where Moses is, you know, passing away, and Joshua is stepping up to this big, huge challenge of mm-hmm. actually going into the land. It's something that's been talked about for years and years and years, um, probably all of Joshua's life, right? This is this is what it is. We're leading up to this big, huge thing leading up to where that victory is, but he had to actually go in and fight and possess it and continue to do what God told him to do in order to be able to inherit that land to, to take over what was promised to them. So that was just an interesting thing. Cause I, for me, so I'm an Enneagram nine, right? I don't like conflict at all. <laughs> I have a tendency to just kind of let life happen to me. Um, so having that as you have to go up, you have to still do the things that I'm calling you to do. Um, I will give you the victory, but you have to, you have to do the work to get there. So that's kind of where, um, that verse had, had come about this, this past year is just playing into, into that. So let's talk about how you took that verse and you applied it to your life. Where did you take it by the the bull by the horn, so to speak, and start instead of letting things happen to you, you kind of made things and you worked toward making things happen for you? I think that I had to have um, a pretty big um, shift in my mental space um, where I had to uh, take a look at things and be like, nobody else is going to do these things for me. If, if, this is what I feel like God has called me to do. I have to figure out the, the plans and the purposes that he has for me and figure out a way to, um, to make that happen. So um, it really was learning about myself, um, learning about how I worked to um, combat some of the negative aspects of um, my personality, of knowing that that feeling of, mm, I think I just want to sit on the couch and watch YouTube and, <laughs> and do this. It's like, well, why are you, why are you wanting to do that? Are you wanting to do that? Because you're avoiding the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Um, learning about conflict that is good. Um, that was, that is, and has been a difficult thing is, is learning that not all conflict is bad. <laughs> um, and that sometimes you have to go through that in order to get to the, the peaceable side of, of things. Yeah, I think um, the Enneagram nine and the Enneagram two, which I'm a two are, are similar where they don't like the conflict. They don't like that at all. They don't like 
because they're so scared of people not liking them and they avoid it as much as possible. But it's at one point you have to stand up and say, Hey, th what's good for me? Cause then you'll end up feeling all that resentment and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it definitely was one of those things that I knew that I had to figure out what I wanted to do with, with my life. But really my, my big thing was, okay, God, what have you, what have you put me here to do? Right. What have I been called to do? And, um, he had kind of told me like, you're called to be a leader, right? Like mm -hmm. regardless of, of what that looks like, um, regardless of what kind of position you have in, in life, you are a leader. There are always going to be people that are looking to you, um, for further direction. So really learning about what that looks like to be a leader, what are good characteristics of a leader and, um, following that through so did you kind of delve into studying more about what it was like to be a leader or did you kind of just say okay god i'm open up to any opportunity that you have that you've been in front of me sure so um it is still a learning process <laughs> so <laughs> um so it kind of started out with okay god where have you placed me right now? Where am I at right now that you are calling me to be be a leader? Um, so I can I can um, certainly lead inside of my inside of my home. I can lead at work. Um, I am involved in student ministries at our church. So leading there, um, stepping up and and um, being more confident in who He's made me to be. So you know serving in the ways that fits who who God made me to be um, and then learning more about what it looks like to be a leader just kind of go, going forward as well um, still kind of falling into okay these are the places where you've called me identifying those and okay now I'm going to pursue some some more education on what it looks like to um, fulfill those roles. Has there been certain people that you've kind of mentored looked up to a little bit to say okay this is the type of leader or this i like this particular type of quality that they have as a leader and uh, sort of applied it but not you know of course you don't want to imitate them totally but you want right. to kind of look and say okay i like that quality in that person i like the quality mm -hmm. in that person and quite kind of mesh it into your own individual yeah definitely um there have definitely been um some pretty um influential women throughout my life that um, I have looked at the qualities that they have, the qualities that I admire and been like, okay, so what is it, what does it look like for them to get to that point? What things have they had to go through and grow through to get to um, that point? And what would that look like for me? What's the work that I would have to do to get to that point? Um, and then I'm, I'm reading a book called, Godmothers, I think it's by Lisa Brevere. Um, and um, in it, she talks about wanting somebody to be a, a godmother for her. Um, and um, you're laughing because I call you my fairy blog mother. <laughs> <laughs> and I just made the connection. <laughs> um, but it talks about being somebody who can be a mom of you know in faith to other people mm -hmm. and what that you know what that looks like um 
and God has definitely placed that, that type of call on my life. Um, and she talks about being the type of person that she needed to be too. She maybe still didn't have that person in her life, but she could be what she needed to somebody else. And that was just that thought, let alone was so like it changed my perspective so much on what it looked like to live out faith with other people. Yeah. I think that perspective really changes it for a lot of people. I mean, I've done a devotional with for the Enneagram too. And I think you should probably look into one for the Enneagram nine, because it talks about the, how Jesus, the perspective of each Enneagram type and how Jesus was in each Enneagram type. And it talked about, you have to look at it and say, am I serving myself with this or am I serving Jesus with this? And that, that whole will only change your whole perspective around. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. We need to take a brief commercial break. And then we'll be right back. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Hi, my name is Joanna, and I would like to share with you a little bit about Shores of Grace, Shores Philly. It's a ministry located in Philadelphia. The portion of Shores that I volunteer for goes into Kensington, an area greatly impacted by homelessness and addiction. And we go and we take love, food, clothing, snacks, conversation. Um, we believe that it is a way that we can meet people right where they are and show them the love of Jesus. Uh, we have seen lives changed in big ways and in small ways, and we have built wonderful relationships with the people in the community. Uh, we have big plans, more we'd like to do, um, and we would appreciate any support, either through prayer or through donation. If you would like to donate, you can go to shoresofgrace.com, and in the menu, click on Donate. And we just ask that you put Philly in your donation comments. Thank you. And we are back chatting with Bailey, who has a food blog called Poppy Seeds Kitchen. But we're also chatting about her deep-seated faith and her standing on Joshua. Was it Joshua 1-3? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how you apply that to your blogging journey. So, yeah, that is um, the ever-growing process, right, of... Um, God transforming me. Um, he's definitely been using this blog to um, instill that in me, into the taking taking hold of the promised land, right? That kind of premise that is talked about in Joshua. Um, so I've been trying to implement that in um, praying, praying over... Um, what God has, has planted in, in me, this, this idea that I've had, um, and, and starting to pray over it and to, um, meditate on, on some of those things. Um, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is Joshua and his armies had to walk around the walls of Jericho, right? 
and that is like a discouraging, daunting task. And he easily could have given up on that. Um, so like I'm having to walk around like my own things <laughs> and my own struggles with that. And it's kind of, it's teaching me some, some discipline that, you know, has greatly been needed in continuing to persevere because when it gets really hard and there's conflict, I just want to quit and give up. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's so much easier to just be, to just be done, you know, um, the entire premise of the my one thing class <laughs> is not quitting, right? Um, right? So that's just kind of been what I've been having to, to work through is what does that look like to continue to persevere, even though it's really difficult, and even though it's really hard. Um, and it, it, I'm so thankful that I um, have you and have some of the other women that um you know we did that did that class with to come around me and to be able to continue to encourage me to continue to keep taking those steps even though i'm feeling like i'm not not getting anywhere i'm not seeing the things that i want to see but to just continue to know that that god is faithful in if he's called me to do this then i'm going to do it until he calls me to move on to something different yeah because you certainly had a lot of um issues and stuff that have popped yeah. up that a lot of people when they start something online have not really had to have to deal with i mean you've had yeah. it seems like every every possible thing that possibly could have happened has happened to you so let's talk about some of the way you've you've had to overcome some yeah. of the things that you've had to overcome um i i struggled with a lot of just even the like i can be a pretty tech savvy person but man <laughs> I just, I just struggled from, from the beginning in um, choosing the right platform to, to go on, going against the fairy blog mother's advice. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and it was difficult. And like, while I wasn't working, I was like, yeah, pumped. And like, yeah, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then once I started back to work after, um, you know, we weren't shut down from COVID anymore. I was like, oh my gosh, I have no energy to do this. How? How do I combat that? So I've kind of been struggling through that. Um, I'm not a high energy person. Like my energy for a day is is, is small. And um, so much of it is exp expelled through that mental game that I play of, oh, well, are they mad at me? Or is this going on? Or trying mm -hmm. to minimize those conflicts that, that aren't even there. They're not even real. Um, so kind of battling that. Um, and we had a lot of like, family stuff that happened just even this past year, um, medical scares, death in the family. I got hit like three months after I had just gotten a new adult car. <laughs> just all of this stuff that it was, I would, we, we joked about it, right? Literally every time we would have a meeting, like five days later, maybe something awful would, would happen and just completely derail my my process, you know, I would be um, discouraged and be dealing with whatever, um, you know, whether it was small or large trauma that was going on. Um, I wasn't hurt bad after my accident, but I certainly was threw me in a funk. And um, and this summer, I just kind of went into a little bit of like a depression. Like it, 
it wasn't major, but I certainly was, was not myself. And, um, I didn't have my people around me. I didn't have my community like I normally would have. And, um, that, that threw me for a loop. And, um, I just kind of was like, I'm just going to let the world crumble down around me. I, it's fine. I don't need to, I don't need to do any of this. I don't need to have goals or aspirations. It's fine. I'm just going to go to work and get through life. Um, and then, and then, some just natural, you know, this whole school year starting thing, community started to come back around. And I was like, oh, no, I can't. There are people that are depending on me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can't be like this. Right. Okay. And, you know, I was kind of able to, as I started to step back into some of those leadership things, I was like, oh, okay. Well, maybe I should pick up my Bible. Maybe I should read it. <laughs> maybe mm -hmm. that might help a little bit. Um, and was able to, um, be like, all right, you know what? No, this, I'm not, I've not been called to live like this. Right. I've been called to live into something greater. So like, let's, let's do this. So let's talk about the importance of community because you've mentioned that several times now. So community is definitely very important, especially when you feel discouraged. So let's talk about how important that community was for you. I would have. I mean, as far as the blog goes, I would have given up if I hadn't had you, hadn't had Susan, Sandy. I mean, if there weren't these these women that were around me, um, you know, cheering me on, therefore the support. Well, I, you know, I just knowing me, I would have I would have given up. There wouldn't have been people there to encourage me and say, "You got this. You can do this." People that were praying for me, um, and we weren't designed to live life alone, mm -hmm. right? Like in the very beginning, God said, well, it wasn't good for man to be alone. So he made woman, he made a family there, he made community. Um, and I think that applies to just every, every aspect of, of life, you know? Um, I think it is something that strengthens you and builds you up. Uh, so I've found a community, it, you know, through, through you, through just some of those women that, that we were able to meet. Um, and I have my church community too. I have um, dear, dear friends that we do Bible study every Wednesday and um, we're able to be a family, to, to lean on each other. Um, my student ministries team, I mean, they are, they're amazing. They've helped um, my, my husband and I through some really hard life stuff and without having people there cheering you on praying for you caring mm -hmm. for you ministering to you it, life is dark <laughs> it's very dark i don't i know one of the things that we always talked about with you every time it's like you always you wanted perfection every time you did something mm -hmm. everything had to be perfect yeah. And we kept telling you progress over perfection because yeah. you would go and you would look at all these other food blogs and you would say, oh, this looks so much better than mine. And we're like, well, because they've been doing it for <laughs> years and you're just starting out. And yeah. we had reminding you that, that, you know, yeah. and, and I think everybody in the group is like that. It's like, you have to keep remembering. I even pulled up my old blog and said, look, this is what it first looked like when I first started. <laughs> and you guys were like, wow. I'm like, yeah. So it's not like you immediately start off like a baby. You have to learn. Baby doesn't start off running a marathon. 
Yeah. But I think yeah. we sometimes forget that as an adult where we forget that we have to take little tiny baby steps until we get to the point where we need to be. Yes, absolutely. You would be proud of me because this week as I've been doing my work and um, <clears throat> starting to like redo some stuff, I was like, okay, this is good enough. <laughs> it can it can live in good enough for right now. <laughs> I'll come back and I'll fix and tweak and you know, do all of the other things later, but like, this is, this is good for now. <laughs> I mean, because you've had, not only have you had like the personal challenges, you've also had the technology, technology, oh, yeah. technology challenges where at the very beginning, when we first met, you were living in an apartment that you oh, were yeah. sharing internet and you were like, even on the, my one thing course, you would, your internet would freeze and you would end up losing the half the course. And then your, I think your phone that you, your phone that you took the pictures with died. Yes. And yes. then one time we were on a Zoom call and you were like, let me move inside. And you put your laptop on the counter and you somehow didn't put it on right. And it yeah. fell off and smashed to pieces, which that was such a fluke. But honestly, I think that was the devil trying to say, you're not good enough. And you're like, no, I am. And you like smash and when that laptop smashed, it was, you're like, you're smashing the devil to pieces saying, oh, nope, it's not going to stop me. And we're going to, like, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> and he does. And he works, I mean, God works in, in great ways. You know, I, um, so my phone that I took all of my food pictures on, right? Like, how do you have a food blog? and not be able to take pictures of your food. Um, that year, m my bosses gave us a really great Christmas bonus. And so I was like, okay, well, I can't afford a great fancy new phone and have a camera, which is kind of the, the where I was headed. So I was like, all right, give me the cheapest smartphone that you can get me. And I was able to get a camera. And then like the computer thing, my you know coworker was like, oh, I have an old computer. You can just have it if you want. And I'm like, oh, sweet, awesome, great. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just, it is God showing his faithfulness in, all right, you're confronting this battle. And then I'm going to provide a way for you. So that is so true. So what would you tell people that are going through challenges like that, that things it never seemed, it seems like every time they would turn around, things aren't going their way because it's not going the way they want it. It may be going yes. the way God wants it to go, but yes. not the way you want it planned. Because as we already said that you have that thing where you want things a certain way mm -hmm. and you want the perfection things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I have learned to take a moment to breathe um, through one of the studies that I've been working through. It's breathing in an I can't and breathing out God can um, and centering yourself and relying on the Bible, relying on God um, that there are all kinds of things in life that aren't going to work out the way that you want it to work out. So the times that I've been hitting that brick wall of, okay, well, like just even out of pure frustration, what do you want? <laughs> like, what, what do you want me to do then? And, and just taking that step back, sometimes we get so like pin pinpoint focused on, on one thing that sometimes hitting that brick wall is God saying like, Hey, hold on, wait a minute. Like take a step back. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? 
um, and just allowing us to maybe even have that break that that we that we need. Um, there certainly have been plenty of times over the past year and a half, just stuff that I have had to encounter that it's like, you need to just take a minute, relax, mm -hmm. breathe, um, not be so like wound up and wrapped up in, oh my gosh, there's all these things, um, right? Be, being Mary sitting at Jesus's feet, right? All of the other stuff that yes, those things do need to be done. Those things are important. There are dishes that need to be done, but you can take a second. You first should be with Jesus. Um, and I think when that focus is there, then it, it kind of allows for you to take those setbacks more in stride, to be able to look at it as an opportunity to go, okay, God, how do you want to work through this? Instead of, no, I have to make this work. <laughs> so. Another thing that just popped in my head that was another challenge for you was one night when we were all in the Zoom call and your cat who never jumps up on the counter jumped up on the counter. It was like everything and anything. You're like, what in the world? We're like, oh no, what happened? Because you like, yeah. just like jumped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is. It is interesting to just see the things like when you start to pay attention, seeing how God works and then seeing not that my cat's the devil jumping on the counter he's just being naughty because we moved but <laughs> seeing the the things that the devil will try to put in your place to keep you from doing what god's called you to do so i mean when when you are stepping out in that faith there's there satan doesn't like that he, mm -hmm. he hates that right he does not want to see us living in victory so there's always going to be something that's going to come up to try to block you, to stop you, distract you from what God is doing. Now let's talk about some of the things that I know you shared with us in the, um, in the group about some of the things that has kind of made you change your, your course a little bit in your life, especially when you were talking about, you know, you and your husband and, you know, you bought your first house, but also, you know, your husband was on a track to do one thing and then you guys changed and did something else all because of God's faithfulness. Yeah. So we, we had this, um, this five-year plan, right. Of how life was going to look. My husband was in pre-med school and, um, that was what he was like, yeah, I, I want to be a doctor or, or a PA. Like that, that's what I want to do with my life. Um, and I, it kind of was one of those things, hitting, hitting head into a wall just over and over and over. There were so many obstacles that, that came up that kind of blocked that from happening for us. Um, different stupid classes that just like, oh, this class is only offered in the fall. You have to wait a whole another semester before, you know, you can take it. All of that kind of things. Um, and just in our growing, in praying and um, seeking what God wanted um, for our lives, my husband was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be a, a, a PA. Like, no, this isn't, this isn't what I want to do anymore. Um, and so now he's, um, an electrician apprentice and he loves it and he's super 
extremely happy. Um, and there's all kinds of stuff that's, you know, part of his story that, that goes into that. But for me, not being the one that was having to, um, obviously I was having to live through that because I'm married to him Mm -hmm. and have to walk through that with him. But it was a whole lot of just like praying and having to really just rely on God in that for, um, for him to be faithful to see through some of those transitions um, in the, in this past year, and it is amazing to um, sit down. I remember when my husband and I were engaged, and we sat down. We like wrote down our five year plan of what we would like to have happen, you know, in those five years, and um, the path to get to where we wanted to be was not at all what we thought it was going to be. (laughs) However, where we are at in our life right now in year five of our marriage is exactly where we wanted to end up. So it it just like absolutely blows my mind. I wish we still had the computer that we had typed that out on because it's, it is amazing to just see God's faithfulness of us saying, okay, here we are, God, like, here's our lives. What do you, what do you want us to do? Cause what we were doing isn't working. That's, that's just causing a whole lot of headache and heartache and a whole lot of pain. So here's our lives for yours and to just see his faithfulness in all of a sudden we're looking around and we're like, Oh, <laughs> this is, exactly where we wanted to be. I love that. Now, since this is part of our Sunday inspirational series, I always ask, and you said you were okay with this, about if you would pray for the people that are listening. Sure. Absolutely. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. God, thank you so much um, for, for this platform, for Melissa and Um, what she's created and the people that are going to um, hear us talking, talking about you and talking about what you can do through our lives. So I just pray for for everyone that is listening to turn to you, to look at you, uh, for them to be strong and courageous, for them to, to walk in faith in knowing what you have called them to do, would you speak loudly to them and give them courage and give them strength? And I just thank you for Melissa and who you've made her to be. And thank you for um, just this beautiful day that we can um, come together and be able to virtually be in the blog cabin together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now tell people where they can find you at. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my blog is called Poppy Seeds Kitchen. Um, so poppyseedskitchen.com is where my blog is at. So there's different um, food recipes. I have a section called Food for Thought where that ranges from um, different things that God is uh, talking to me about and um, just kind of that thing along with all kinds of other food-related stuff. Um, and then all of the, my, my socials are um, – Poppy Seeds Kitchen, so Instagram and um, on Facebook as well. And I will say that there has been several people in our group that has already tried your salsa recipe. So guys, go and try her salsa recipe because <laughs> there are Susan who has been on the show before. 
lives and dies by that salsa. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she tells me every time, I just need your salsa and it's so good. <laughs> or, I want I want to do a guest post with your salsa. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> So guys, I am so excited that you got to know Bailey a little bit more. I am so fortunate to know her and so fortunate that we were able to connect through the My One Thing last year and that, you know, I call, she's in my phone as blogger, blogger Ella, like she calls me her fairy blog mother and she coined that term, but then I coined blogger Ella. Um, and she's just such a joy. And I really think you should go over and check out her blog because even though it's not perfect yet, and it will take a while for it to be perfect. It's still something that you can tell she puts her heart and soul into it. And I will put in the show notes all the places where you can find her as well as her blog. And Bailey, I want to thank you so much for coming on and being here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So guys, be blessed. And remember, keep chatting. Chats from the blog cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.